Hello! We're so glad that you've joined us today and stumbled onto our podcast. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I'm here with a couple of friends of mine. I'm Rebecca. Hello there, I'm Tyrone. <laughs> and we are all members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, living in the Bay Area in Northern California. In fact, we're part of an Institute of Religion class, which uh, is for all young adults to get together and and learn more about uh, Jesus Christ and his restored gospel. And in particular, we are studying a book um, as part of our class called The Divine Gift of Forgiveness. It was written by uh, a man named Neil L. Anderson. He is a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so as part of our learning experience, we thought, why not put together this podcast and share some of what we're learning with the rest of the world. And that's kind of what we're doing today. So um, we're, we're excited to um, go on this journey with you and have you join us for this journey. But maybe we ought to introduce ourselves a little bit. So do you want to start, Rebecca? Sure. So as I said before, I'm Rebecca. I've been part of the church my whole life. My family's been in a church on both sides. Uh, and I'm just really excited to share more about this book with you all. Awesome. Hello there. Uh, I'm Tyrone. And uh, I, I'm a convert to the church. Uh, I was baptized when I was 12, and my and I didn't know how that the church existed until I met the missionaries that knocked on my door that introduced me to this church. So yeah. And now you're here. Yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> Which is awesome. And and like I said, my name is Jeff. I grew up in the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, like. Rebecca did. My parents were already members. My mom had joined when she was a young adult uh, in college. And, uh, and so I was raised in it. But, but I also came to know and learn for myself that, um, that there are truths here that help me learn who God is and who Jesus Christ are. And, uh, and that's why I'm here. All right. So first off, we thought we might introduce the book so you know what we're talking about. So this book is called The Divine Gift of Forgiveness, and it's by Neil L. Anderson. As Jeff said before, it's an apostle of ours, and it's comprised of five sections. And we thought we'd read at least an introduction to you. Tyrone, would be good. Here's the first paragraph. With my sacred call to serve in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I have felt an increased love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, and a greater understanding of his love for men and women, young women and young men, and for children on every continent, in every city and town, in every home and place of dwelling across the world. My sincere hope is that through this book, The Divine Gift of Forgiveness, you will again feel, as you have already felt, the priceless love your Heavenly Father and His Beloved Son have for you, and that their love will encourage you to move even more conscientiously toward them. Good. Thank you, Tyrone. All right, so we've introduced the book, and we've introduced ourselves, and now we want to take a couple minutes to just share with you some of the things we've been learning about uh, from the first couple of chapters. The, the very first chapter of this book is titled the joy of becoming clean. And so that kind of begs the question, why would we need to feel clean? Why would somebody want to seek forgiveness from God or, or even from another person? Well, to seek forgiveness from God is, I think, a way to 
help us be closer to him because when we sin we are moving only further away from him and the gift of forgiveness is allowing us to repent of them and come to him again and he's a very forgiving god that's for sure uh to other people hmm well it sounds like maybe it's a similar thing right oftentimes we'll do things that damage our relationships with others and forgiveness i think is what allows those relationships to find some some healing yeah, or relief definitely yeah. what do you think tyron well, God is omniscient, or in other words, he's all-knowing, which means he knows everything, every single little detail, and he is good, and he is perfect, and he's merciful, and so if he is merciful, and he's all-knowing, then he knows when you have made a change, and he knows when, when, when you are striving to be a new and different person, and when you are seeking to align yourself with the truth, and making yourself even as he is, and, and following in his right way. And to be forgiven is, is essentially to have that, that, that change of the heart acknowledged. And, and how do I put this? Being that God is all-knowing, of course he, he, he would know when you're changing your heart. And so, and so if you seek forgiveness and you can feel that forgiveness via the Holy Ghost then 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 you can become aware of 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 not only your want to change your heart but also but also that your heart has changed in some capacity and that you are more aligned with god than what you were before and yeah <laughs> all right thank you tyrone so um a couple of thoughts i had when i was reading chapter one um is i like i appreciate <laughs> elder Anderson's reminder that when Jesus, after his resurrection, was visiting the, the people in the Americas or communicating with the people in the Americas, um, and they had gone through some pretty traumatic experiences. Um, there, there were earthquakes, there was darkness for the space of three days, uh, fires. I mean, it was... They went through some It was things. traumatic, right? <laughs> um, and I think if we were to go through something like that, it would shake you to your core. And it's interesting what Jesus said to them. He said, Will ye not now return unto me and repent of your sins and be converted that I may heal you? And this idea that repentance and forgiveness are associated with healing really... Um, I guess resonated with me. I, it's not something that I that I'd initially associated with forgiveness, but it's all about healing, is what I'm understanding. Healing between God and us, or between us and others. I like that. Plus, with the quote in like the next paragraph over on the next page, it says, "Repentance is the perfect spiritual remedy for sin." Mm, there I you think go. that sums it up really good. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Uh, another experience that Elder Anderson shares is the one with a guy named Alma who had, uh, in his young adult life, I think, um, had rebelled against God and against the things that he had been taught and was actually trying to destroy the church that his father had set up. And, and he had an experience where he sort of awoke within himself and, and as a result, he felt... Uh, a, a lot of pain because of the things he had done and the way he had injured people, the way he had uh, injured his relationship with God to the point where he, the very thought of coming into God's presence 
caused him inexpressible horror. That's what the scriptures say. But Elder Anderson quotes that when um, Alma received or felt forgiveness or God's love, he said, I could remember my pains no more. Yea, I was harrowed up by the memory of my sins no more. And oh, what joy. Yea, my soul was filled with joy. Yea, I say unto you, there can be nothing so exquisite and sweet as was my joy. So, so another word that, that is associated with forgiveness is joy, right? Joy, um, healing. I think we all want those things. I hope everyone wants those things. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, and I love how uh, in this book, and this is chapter two, which uh, is titled To Strengthen Our Righteous Desires, that Elder Anderson then shares several experiences of people who go through this process of seeking forgiveness of God, of trying to experience that joy in their lives, trying to overcome the, the pain of, of things that they've done to themselves or that others have done to them. And, and I'm just curious, what were some of the experiences that really resonated with you? All right. I think I'll go first. So one of my favorite mini stories is the first one. It's about uh, a bishop named Robert B. Walker, and basically a story of this man who was, well, high. He was high, and he was, and he had broken into several families' homes, and was just basically traumatized a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, to quote what he said, his first thought as he was leaving was how dare you come to our ward and terrorize these wonderful families i hope they lock you away and throw away the key which is wow that's dark <laughs> but this guy had done all those things yeah and, and so it's not surprising these families looking for drugs but i love how heavenly father was basically kind of smacked him <laughs> with his words um he said how dare you come i mean no wrong one how dare you judge him? He is my son. Go back and tell him that his Heavenly Father loves him. Hmm. Heavenly Father loved this man enough to scold the bishop to go back for him. Which is, I guess, a way to show Heavenly Father's love to everybody. Not just the ones that follow his way perfectly, as people would like to believe. No, it's, it's a lot bigger than that. It's to every person that has committed a wrong or off the path or just needs some guidance. He won't leave them behind to stumble the path themselves. He'll give them a way to come back to him and to repent. And I thought that was just a very powerful thought that God hasn't abandoned anyone, no matter how far off they may go. Yeah, that is a powerful thought. I agree. And I love how I think at the end of that story or that experience, um, the man has gone to jail and, and he says something to the effect of, I, I remember nothing from that fateful night when I broke into those homes except for one thing. I remember you, meaning the bishop, looking into my eyes and telling me that my Heavenly Father loves me. And that thought has been the only thing that has gotten me through these last several months in jail. It's surprising what it can do for them. Yeah, yeah. Hope. I guess maybe hope is another part of this. Tyrone, how about you? Is there an experience that Elder Anderson shared that 
particularly resonated with you? Well, uh, there is this one story about a, about a, about a woman who lived in a, a Ghana. And so Ghana is in Africa, and it was very soon after or even during a time of war in the area. And this woman uh, was living in some slums with, with, with many other her refugees of, uh, from her previous uh, place of residence. And she wanted to be baptized, but had informed her mission president that she could not be baptized because of the great hate that, 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 that was within her. And the source of this hate, or the, the, the purpose, or sorry, the reason for which she hated, was that near her there was this man who was also a, a refugee who who before being so was 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 a member of of some uh, aggressive a military group and when when that group had had raided the woman's uh, home the man had 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 taken part in killing the woman's parents and as she tried to flee with her brother uh, her brother was was snagged by by the man, and the man demanded uh, that the boy had joined the cause. And when the boy said that he knew not what the cause was for, uh, the 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 man had had slain the boy, the 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 oh, the, the woman's her brother, and and now she sees him every day because he lives just across the way, and she cannot see how she can be worthy of baptism because of the hate that is within her. And the mission president speaks to her. I'm not going to read his whole quote, but, but, but I will read the end of it. It says, As you make the covenant to keep his commandments, then he can and will give you a new heart. And he says this after talking about being baptized and how the purpose of baptism it is is to take upon yourself the name of Christ in that you will strive to be even as he is even if you may not exactly be and he also talks about how how you need to be baptized before you gain the gift of the Holy Ghost by which the Holy Ghost may may be with you always and that it is the Holy Ghost that can help her drive this hate out of her heart and the reason why this story touches me a bit is because before I was a member of the church I, 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 I was not unfamiliar in any capacity to hating people because I used to like look at a lot of people and just upon seeing them I was disgusted by their presence. My skin crawled and I felt just appalled at, at, at seeing uh, some people because of just things that I didn't like about them that, that I had begun to think was, was a part of the average human experience and so I just disliked most people and I hated many and and that 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 feeling of disgust for for other human beings just 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 because of like my my own in, uh, believed uh, uh, lack of a cognition of 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 uh, in uh, other people, it 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 essentially filled my life to such that that no day was a pleasurable day, and all my day was filled with hate, anger, and then when I thought upon my state, I oftentimes became a little depressed, and I was very lonely, and it was only after that I learned about the church and 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 started learning about the Holy Ghost and God, 
I, I put my comparatives into perspective and how there are some people that like, like they didn't do what I thought was appropriate for people to do. And I, and, and, and I was, I was by my own standard at, at, at the time, like just a little bit above other people, but then hearing about God and his perfection and, and not only his perfection, but his love uh, for me, it allowed me to, to see how, how, how imperfect I was in comparison to God. And that helped me to, to not, to not help hate other people but the most significant thing that helped me to not hate other people was 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 the Christ-like example of 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 a dear a friend of mine who who even with people that that she disagreed with even with 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 people that that may have been a bother to her she gave them the time of of her day because she cared about them as people rather than the information that 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 they could uh, supply to her mind and 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 that touched my heart immensely and it was only from from that day forward that that that, that i had come to stop hating other people and i am eternally grateful for that yeah that's great wow that's powerful um i know we're kind of wrapping up our our episode today but um both of those experiences and all the other ones that elder anderson shares in this book um are, are powerful examples of people who uh, had, they were struggling with something, right? Something that was causing them pain or, or um, damaged their relationships, et cetera. And, and I appreciate what, um, in this case, he's quoting uh, Boyd K. Packer, another apostle who passed away several years ago. He said, so many live with accusing guilt when relief is ever at hand. Uh, and so his invitation is, you know, that great morning of forgiveness may not come at once, but don't give up if you at first fail. Often the most difficult part of repentance is to forgive yourself. Discouragement is part of that test. Do not give up. That brilliant morning will come. And so Elder Anderson reminds us, you know, we, we're all, we've all been in situations, you know, Tyrone shared his, and where we um, have, you know, a broken or breached relationship with someone or, or with Heavenly Father. Uh, we might feel like, and some of these stories talk about people who felt like, hey, I, I screwed up. I, I blew my chance. I, how could God ever give me another chance, right? Yeah. But I appreciate Elder Anderson reminding us that we just need to kind of sit down and be honest in how we view our lives and say, how are things really going with you know, my relationship with God or with my relationship with others? And, and when we if we're prayerful, if we go to our Heavenly Father and ask Him, He will help us to see what it is He wants us to work on first, right? Just like one thing. He's not going to overwhelm us with every uh, issue in our lives, but He'll help us focus on the one thing. And, And He gives some examples like, you know, maybe it's to begin to pray earnestly again. Maybe that's the one thing we're not doing very well, and God will invite us to do that. And when we take those steps, the promise is we are going to feel the peace and the joy and the healing that comes from trying to reconnect with God. Maybe it's loving a spouse. Maybe it's reducing our time with social media or controlling our temper. Uh, Maybe it's being honest at school or always telling the truth. Um, Maybe it's paying our tithing or sharing more of what we have with others. Um, Maybe it's casting out our unbelief, you know, etc. So, 
so I guess my thought is, um, and this is what I'm going to try to do is, is focus, you know, ask Heavenly Father to tell me wh- what is it that I need to, um, to repent of so I can receive this divine gift of forgiveness and, and heal what's keeping me from moving forward. So what do you guys think? Are you willing to join me in that experience and try to figure out what that might be for yourselves? <laughs> of course. Sure. Okay. But it'd be good for like a little reminder I was just thinking of that yeah. God doesn't give you anything you can't do. Like some things will seem very daunting as you try to get on the path of forgiveness. Things that have weighed you down for years probably. True. But I don't believe it's anything you can't handle as long as you trust in yourself, the people around you, and in God. He will definitely help you. And I hope, and well, this book will, I think, help us guide to learn more about that. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited. Next time we'll we'll focus on uh, chapters three and four of this book. That I should already have this open, but I don't. Um, <laughs> Repentance and idea now out of style is chapter three, and then chapter four is focused on a powerful scriptural example from a book of scripture called the Book of Mormon, um, another testament of Jesus Christ. So we'll be studying those, and of course you're free to join us and. Study those as well, and then come back for our next episode and and learn what we've learned, I guess, <laughs> as, we, as we had a chance to study those things and figure out for ourselves what it is we can do to um, draw closer to our, our Heavenly Father, His Son, and to the people in our lives. And until then... We'll just be studying ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We'll be studying and learning ourselves, and we hope you'll do the same. We'll see you next time. <laughs>